0: Here's Joanne White.
1: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining in. And I'm Joanne White, your host. And many of you have celebrated Thanksgiving, which is a very special holiday. Oftentimes, we forget to give thanks for even the little things, the ability to hear, to speak. To laugh, so uh, it's important to recognize those little pieces, those wonders about ourselves and, and all of the wonders around us. Speaking of that, if you're looking at your life, if you're looking at perhaps many of you are entrepreneurs and you have businesses, you're looking at your relationships, is there something going on that is lacking value or, or allowing you to believe that somehow you're not worth as much as you could be? And what's stopping you from really feeling and recognizing and acting upon your full value? Well, we're going to find out some of the answers today. I have Carrie Green, who's a speaker, an international best-selling author, as well as a business coach. She spent 15 years on Wall Street in both marketing and product development for major major brokerage firms and the New York Stock Exchange before she left to start her own business shortly after 9-11. Carrie is a frequent speaker and the author of two books, the international bestseller, Because You're Worth It, How to Make More Money by Charging More Money, and Chaos to Cash, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Eliminating Chaos, Overwhelm, and Procrastination So You Can Create Ultimate Profit. Think about right now what you need to do. Carrie is here to help her clients with marketing, strategy, sales, planning, and productivity to help them and help you create a business that pays well on your own terms. Welcome, Carrie. How are you?
2: I'm doing well today, and it is just such a wonderful thing to be here with you today. So thank you for inviting me.
1: My pleasure. So let's talk about value for a minute before, and I'm, I have your book in front of me. Thank you. It's a great book. Why is it that we don't recognize our, un, our own worth or we undersell ourselves?
2: You know, it's it's so interesting. My book is written specifically toward business owners, and yet I had my daughter read it for me when I was uh, converting it into a Kindle version of the book, and she read it, she was, uh, what well, was she last year, I guess a senior in, in college, and she looked at me and said, Mom, this isn't for business owners, this is for everybody, like my friends should read this, and I think what it really comes down to the at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, is that We've got so much crap going on in our own head. We don't see ourselves the way other people see ourselves. We, for instance, I had one client that I was working with, and she stood up in front of a room of other business owners and said, you know, I charge $100 an hour for what I do, but the truth of it is that I probably work three hours for every hour that I bill." And somebody else stood up in front of the room and said that she wanted to create a business that would earn her about $40,000 over the course of the year. And $40,000 is money. There's, you know, please go ahead, earn $40,000. I don't say no to $40,000. And then we started to ask her what it is she did and who, you know, a little bit about her background. It turns out she had been selling at one point $20 jackets from the stage to high schoolers and had sold over a million dollars worth of those jackets. is also the author of several of the For Dummies books and has sold over 500,000 copies of these books. And here she was standing in front of us saying, well, maybe I can make $40,000. I don't really know. And you don't see your own value. And it's through things like this that I see happening again and again and again with the people that I speak with, and with people my daughter's age who are going out to get their first jobs or maybe their second job getting out of college, and my friends, just about everyone I speak to, we see in other people so much more than they see in
1: themselves. Which is true. So, so. What, why? is that? Is it from conditioning? Is I mean, I'm sure that there are lots of reasons, as you and I know. I'm sure. Yeah, come-
2: I am sure there are many, many, many psychological reasons, and I am not a psychiatrist, and I do not pretend to be one. What I do know, however, is that you know, I I used this example with a client of mine recently. Uh, way way back when I was in college, my I started out in college. I was still, co. I was a computer science major, and I was coding on those cards, you know, so you you type a card and, you know, it wasn't like we're doing today. And I was only a computer science major for one semester. After that, I changed majors because I couldn't do the calculus that was necessary. So I was a computer science major for one semester, and one of the things I remember doing was writing comment cards. So it was like you do this, you do this, you do this, and the goal is to get that. And the goal is it's a comment card, and it's not going to be incorporated into the code or anything like that. Now, ideally, you pull out the comment cards, and they don't impact You know, as you change code and as you update everything and go through things. You pull these cards out, and they disappear so that they don't confuse you later on. But I think what ends up happening so often is that, We leave those comment cards in so that we expect, after doing X, Y, and Z, for this outcome to happen. And this outcome is you scrape your knee, you're embarrassed, you fall down, you mess something up, or whatever it is. And we forget to remove that comment card as we've had success. And it's really about retraining ourselves. To see the good in us, to do some of the exercises that are in my book, which we could talk about, but you know, to go through a just do a little bit of, or really a lot of it, of self observation, and talking to people and finding out what are you really bringing. There's um, we see all the crap going on in our heads, and the world doesn't see it. You know I did um, this something that just connected in my own mind. Years ago, when I worked for the New York Stock Exchange, like the beginning of my career there, so it was like probably the late 80s, early 90s maybe, they put me in one of these classes where I had to do public speaking, and they videotaped us. And I remember standing up in front of that room, and I was positive that I was beet red, that my voice was shaking, that I was a mess visibly, physically. uh, It was a horrible, horrible presentation. And afterwards, they made us watch these horrible videotapes. And I knew exactly what I looked like. And yet, when I watched it, my voice was calm. I wasn't sweating, at least not that anybody could see. Um, My face wasn't beet red. And it's like we have these stories going on in our minds.
1: Well, you know what? It's like we are our own worst critics, and that comes out time and time and again. So what we're going to talk about, too, is really how we can change that and how people can recognize their own value, their own worth, so that a business entrepreneur can charge whatever she or he needs to or chooses to, and as you said, your daughters and, and, and other people who or may not have a business, how they can recognize their own worth, and begin to act accordingly in relationships, in terms of what they're doing for themselves, in terms of their goals. So it's all very important. So let's start with your book because you have a formula in here, and I love the formula, and it's all about value. So let's firstly, how do you describe value before we get into your formula?
2: Absolutely, the um, value is really about what you're bringing to the party, and to start understanding for yourself that you deserve what you're getting, uh, or what you what you're being paid, or what you're asking for. It's about also the, just about as you said in relationships how you're being treated. So I have looked at it in terms of. Uh, I've looked at it in terms of pulling together the different pieces of value uh, or the components that have come together for me and the clients that I work with. And it is in terms of what you call the value formula and what I call the value formula, which is made up of five components. And do you want me to run through the five components really quickly? And then we can well, go more in depth.
1: Let's focus on, yeah, okay, do that quickly, and then we'll focus on each one a little bit.
2: Yeah, so very quickly, V stands for vision, your vision for yourself, and your vision for the people that you interact with or who interact with you. A stands for actions, the actions you take. L stands for learning, what you've learned. U stands for unique, you are unique, there is nobody else like you. And E stands for enough. You already are enough, and you get to say enough. You get to say no to other people around you. So those are the five components of it.
1: Now, in terms of value, so we have these components, and they're very valuable. Let's look at the first one for a moment. But I want this question to stay with you and also to stay with our listeners. By following this formula, how will I, and I'm asking our listeners, how will you change your viewpoint, and recognize that you are worth it. So as we go through the formula, I want you to think about that. Okay, so V. I'm
2: actually writing down the question myself. By following this formula, how will I – I'm sorry, what was the – can you just repeat it again so I can make sure I'm I'm answering it each time also?
1: Okay, by following this formula of value, how will you be able to really recognize – that you're worth it. So, the, so you have the formula okay. and you're taking, taking it away, but then there's another step, and that's the step in terms of embracing it and believing it and being able to... And internalize it. Got it. And, Got it. It, right?
2: and okay. you know, I wanted to write that question down so that I have it in front of me also because it's an incredibly important question which wraps the entire thing up. So thank you for asking that. Um, so with, with vision... How does it start? Your vision, it's these for vision, and it's about your vision for yourself on one side and your vision for the people you interact with. So your vision for yourself. If you see yourself as, I'm going to take myself because you know it's easy to pick on yourself, I see myself as somebody who wanted to raise her children and be home to raise them. I didn't want to be going back and forth to work every day. Nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't my vision for me. My vision for myself was also to have a business that brought money into our home to support the incredibly high tax rate here in Essex County, New Jersey. My vision for myself included being able to go on vacations with my family. Now, my vision for myself personally isn't one of huge charity and things like that. Now, I do those things, but that's, those aren't the core pieces of my vision for me. So when I understand my vision for myself, and every single time I live into that vision, I become more valuable to myself because I'm living who I believe I am. Depending on the different things that go into your vision for yourself, the more you become that person, the more you're living in integrity to the people around you. You don't always have the recording going through your head, yeah, there I go again. I say that I want to be with my kids, and what am I doing instead? I'm playing on the computer, um, hanging out on Facebook, and you feel like crap, and it brings you down. Your vision is also about your vision for the people who interact with you. So again, I work with business owners primarily, so the vision for my – when I work with somebody, In an ideal world, my clients make more money. My clients are impacting other clients as well. Maybe my client's vision includes being able to structure their business so that they could spend more time with their children. So now their children are benefiting from it as well. And now what's going to happen to their kids because their parents are spending more time with them? Or maybe my client has a vision of making a million dollars and donating that millions of dollars to whatever organization. So the work that I've done with that client has a much much more far-reaching impact than just, yeah, they'll make more money today. And the more we could recognize, and now I'm going back to your question because I'm following the rules also. (laughs) The more you recognize for yourself your own vision for you and your own vision for the people around you, how they are impacted by being with you, you are able to step into a bigger role for yourself and into a bigger belief of yourself. And therefore, if you believe more about yourself you are more valuable to you and everybody around you.
1: You know, Carrie, I, I love that, and but I also recognize that we are not fixed. We're not static. We learn, we grow, we we move forward. So, doesn't our vision change as well? Absolutely, as the- absolutely.
2: Okay. In fact, I was speaking with my own coach just yesterday. I think, and one of the things we were talking about is that my vision's pretty much expired. My kids right. right now, my daughter is 22, my boys are 20, they're twins. Now, for me to say that I want to be here for them to, you know, bring them to soccer games, Well, that's just not true anymore. And one of the things that I've been dealing with for myself is what is my vision for me now? How do I continue to grow? And as I continue to grow and as I continue to step into that bigger vision, my clients will experience even more by working with me. Their visions will grow as well, and I become even more valuable again.
1: Good, because we are we are not fixed, and like you said, we grow and we move forward. Okay, let's look at the A. The A stands for action. Tell us about what kind of action steps – do we need to really take to be in keeping with that vision that, that we've created for ourselves?
2: Action is an amazing thing. Uh, by understanding our vision, a couple of things happen. By understanding our vision, we could start making decisions about what to do and not, and what not to do. So if part of your vision is, oh, let's say... Let's say, you know, again, I'm working with mostly business owners, so I'm going to just keep it in that context, but this goes to really anything. If part of your vision is to work with, you know, 15 clients in whatever way you work with those clients, to have 15 clients on your list and to have a storefront doing whatever you do, if that's your vision, then you could look at your to-do list and ask yourself, will doing this, whatever this is, Bring me closer to that goal. And the actions you take, the more you take the actions, the closer you will get to your vision. And by saying no to things, it enables you to stay more focused on exactly what it is you want to be doing. And we'll talk more about saying no in a little while. But action is all about making decisions. Is this worth my time and energy? is this the best way to achieve my goal? Are there other ways that I could achieve my goal if I don't do this that might be quicker or might make me happier? One of the things that I have found is a to-do list with everything circled and highlighted and nothing crossed off can bring you down so far. It's, it's painful. I remember a few years back I had a pile on my desk And it was a pile of things to do, ideas. For me, it was potential revenue because it was like all these money-making ideas and business ideas. And it was things I wasn't doing. So every time I'd sit at my desk, I'd look at that pile and I'd feel drained before I did anything. And now how am I going to pick up the phone and talk to a client? So I'm going to pick up the phone talk to a client about how they need to do these things, looking at this pile and feeling like a fraud, so it's really about picking the right things that go on your to-do list. Using, I'm going to give you a couple of questions to go through. Um, it will do will by doing this. Is this? I'm sorry. Is this in the best interest of both me and my business? So it's more than just you. So it's, or it could be you and your goals to look at it. Um, if you're if you're not in a business, is this going to bring me closest to me and my, for me and my goals? If I don't do this, whatever this is what can I do instead? And if I do do this, what can't I do? Time is finite. You and I are having this conversation right now. It's not a, any any judgment on the conversation. We're just having this conversation. That means I'm not speaking with somebody else. It's not good or bad. It's just true. So by doing this, what can't I do? And if I don't do this, what can I do instead? Very, very powerful questions to filter your filter the things that you're putting on your to-do list and by following this formula i'm going to answer your question because i've got it in front of me um the more you cross the things off of your to-do list that really belong there and do them the more you believe in yourself the more you're able to show up for the people you believe in and the more you trust yourself
1: you know, I totally agree with that because I remember when I was going through my my doctorate program, my doctoral program, and then doing research, and I had about a hundred and something tasks in order mm-hmm. in terms of what I had to do, and I was totally overwhelmed until I broke yeah. it down into small pieces and then and was able to cross them off and go, yes, because that that gives you the energy to move on, yeah now the next yeah. one is L for learning and you mentioned something that I just want to capitalize on a little bit and that is that we need to really examine ourselves we need to be in my mind more self self just kind of do that self-analysis and and be a little bit introspective so that we can recognize what learning we've come you know where how where we've learned what deficiencies or whatever what what more we need to learn again to create more value so tell us what that means in terms of learning, what, what do we need to learn specifically well, to help us move forward?
2: What's so interesting here is that, yeah, you need to learn things. We all do. It's more about giving yourself credit for what you've already learned. Uh-huh. So, you know, I mentioned something earlier. I took a couple of classes in computer science over 30 years ago. And here I was on a call with a client using that as an example. I didn't major in computer science. I have a degree in economics. Uh, I didn't major in coaching, and yet this is what I do. Um, so it's, it's amazing how much we don't give ourselves credit for what we already know. One of my clients once shared with me that she was starting out in a new business. She was a leadership coach. She worked with high-end leaders at major organizations and she said to me I really can't charge more than $200 an hour Carrie I really can't I'm brand new to this and I said well what's your background and she said to me well I used to run a multi multi million dollar division of this Fortune 500 company and and she went through all the and it was going on and on and on. I was like oh my gosh I'd pay you a lot of money for your expertise <laughs> and We forget that just because you're new at something today doesn't mean you don't already have the chops to do it. Another one of my clients said, you know what, Carrie, I'm old. I know things. All those things you know adds up to who you are today. Now, that's not to say that adding a course here or there, another another piece of something, isn't going to help you. Of course it will. But it's more about owning who you really are already owning all those little pieces. Uh, I love to cook. I love to bake. It's, things, it's just it's a huge part of my life. And I often use those examples with my clients. We're talking about business. We're not talking about baking chocolate chip cookies. And yet here I am speaking to a client and bring that up as an example. So it's all those pieces, all those little bits that you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, sure, I just do that. Well, all those things that you just do, They're worth something. They're worth something to you. They're worth something to your family. They're worth something to clients. They're worth something to employees. They're worth something to friends. So all those things you've learned, as you recognize them, enable you to have a much higher value of yourself. It's not just the thing you're doing at that moment. It's everything accumulated that has brought you to the moment that is allowing you to do it.
1: You know, it's so important to really recognize that. And it's also important to know that even though it may be something like you're talking about baking chocolate chip cookies, that what we know, what we've learned, a lot of those skills and that we do without thinking about it because it just comes so naturally are transferable to other aspects of our lives, whether it's our businesses, our relationships, our careers. So I think that that is really very important. Okay, now we're going to get to a little bit of the juice here. What's it called, <laughs> juicy? the the you in value? Tell us about the you in, in value, Carrie.
2: So I'm going to pick on myself again, okay? Um, I love to – well, you often tell a story where I was completely humiliated, and I'll share that with you. Oh, I guess it's about two, three years ago now. I was on a panel, and it was a you know, I was in front of about 150 people, it was me and one other woman on this panel discussion. And what we were talking about was messaging and marketing, and what makes our own message, and how do we get that message across to people? And Question was asked. I picked. Yeah, you know, I, I had the mic. I answered the question, and then I handed the mic over to the woman sitting next to me. And all of a sudden, she start. Well, not all of a sudden. She started to speak, and then all of a sudden, I felt like crap. What happened was, you know, I I don't know if you've got a picture of me in front of you or anything like that. I'm five one. I'm 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 white. She's about 5'10". She's African-American. Different people. No big deal. Just we're different. I'm a pretty small person. Not skinny, but small. She was big. Not fat, but broad and visually powerful. And then she started to speak, and she owned the world. The entire room was cheering for her. The entire room was truly on their feet, like, yes, yes, exactly. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God. God, I look like an idiot. How dare she do this to me? This is the crap going on in my head. How dare she do this to me? How dare she make me look like a fool? What the heck am I going to do to rescue myself? I'm going to sit here with a pretty smile on my face and nod my head and think she's being nice. Yeah, right. But all this crap is going on through my head that I look stupid, that I look like an idiot. Now. I answered my question in about a minute, maybe 90 seconds. She went on for about five minutes. She finally shuts up. Again, that's what's going on in my head. And I was asked another question, and the question was, I don't even remember what the question was, but really quick, Carrie, can you just sum up? And I picked up the mic, and I really quick just summed up. And I had a smile on my face, and I said something logical and smart and everything else. And I passed her the mic again, and, you know, she did it again. (laughs) She owned that room. She went on and on and on and on, and everyone's on their feet cheering for her. And I'm sitting there like, what do I do? I am in front of 150 people, and I look so stupid. How do I rescue myself from this horrible, horrible person? You know, again, that's Carrie's brain, not reality. Right, right. She finally stops talking. And the guy who's wrapping up the panel is about to wrap. I'm like, wait a second. Let me have that mic back. Because it finally hit me. You know, it's like when the sky parts. <laughs> like It actually did that one time. <laughs> I took the mic and I said, you know, what's so interesting is that clearly we're very, very different speakers. We're you know, visually very different. where." Our background is very different. She had grown up on the streets. I grew up in a lovely home. My parents loved and supported me. Her parents kicked her out. You know, really polar opposite people. I said, but there are people in this room who only heard my message. There are people in this room who only heard hers. If I pretended to be her, I would look like a fool. And if she had pretended to be me, I would look like a fool. So what's so important is that, you know, we're talking about all those demons and all the voices going on in your head. Yeah, those were demons and voices going on in my head big time, and I just shared some of them with you. They were worse than I shared, trust me. And, and yet there really were people in that room who didn't like her and who needed to hear me. And you could only be you. There was nobody else who could pretend to be you. And there is nobody else who could do half as good a job at being you as you are.
1: So how do we own that? We, yes, again, it's all about value that we're talking about. But how do we own, wow, I'm unique, and that means I am so special, and the gifts that I have are different from the gifts that, that you have or she has or he has, and and feeling really worth it, really worthy of that that. It's an honest recognition. You're not you're not just beating yeah. your, your horn.
2: One of the things I encourage my clients to do is write what I call a Superman bio. And uh, you remember the Superman story, I'm sure. You know, I played Clark Kent, Clark Kent the mild man and reporter, who was certainly not a Superman until he took off his glasses and put on his cape and everything else. And we often go through life thinking of ourselves as Clark Kent. And... We hide our superpowers from everybody, including ourselves, and what I like my clients to do is write a bio, and that bio is, imagine you are your client, imagine you are your boss, imagine you are a co- your co imagine you are your husband or your wife or your partner, imagine you are your children or your friend, what would they say about you? What do they need from you? What are the attributes that you bring to the table that nobody else does? Not that nobody else can, but nobody else does it in your way. Give yourself time to pull this out of yourself. You may want to ask people who are close enough to you that you trust enough to actually write it for you. you know, um, I could go to you and say, hey, do me a favor. I'm doing this analysis And I would do it with people you know quite well, but what do you get by working with me? What do you get by listening to me? What did you get from reading that book? And pull those things together until you could start to own it.
1: Very important, and again, it's it's doing some of that soul-searching and really looking at yourself honestly, but without all that criticism and that baggage that you've been talking about, Carrie, that we bring to the table. Okay, we are at the E. In- <laughs> we Gow- made it. <laughs> be enough. Okay, what do we need to do to be enough, to feel enough, to...
2: To say enough. No, you're you're not exaggerating. I wish you were. (laughs) I wish you were, but what do we need to do to say enough? Because I work with so many clients who say to me, Carrie, I just need one more certification. I just need one more class. I just need one more this, and then I'll be able to. I just Mm -hmm. need to put another – I just need to proof my website 75 more times and then I'll be able to launch it or whatever. You already are enough. What I can promise you is that there are people ahead of you. There are people better than you. There are people who can dot those I's and cross those T's faster and better than you. What I could also promise you is that there are so many people who can't, who are a step or two behind you. You are already enough to bring whatever the... The virtues, the qualities, the business, the skills that you have, they're already enough to do some good in this world. Whatever that good that you want to do is. And you, know, you get to sit. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say
1: that, that that's so very important. And I just wanted to say that they're, I agree with you because I have clients that, that are getting so many certifications up the wazoo, and it's just like they do it. And yet, I remember asking those questions. When are you going to recognize that same very, that very same question? Yeah. When are you going to recognize that you have within you, you that, that you are the expert, not all these millions and one courses that you're taking, but you have some expertise that you can share that people are ready to listen to. So thank you yeah. for that. Cause I think that's so very important. You know,
2: uh, one of my mentors once said to me to, a fourth grader, the fifth grader, is a star.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> now, there's still sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. I mean, you went on for a doctorate. <laughs> it's like There are a lot more grades ahead of you. But to that fourth grader, the fifth grader is a star. You're already enough. Absolutely. And the other side of it, or it's not even the other side. It's, you know, it's the additional part of it is when you start to see that you're already enough, you're able to say enough. And I remember when I started my business, I've been in business for almost 15 years now, and my kids were actually young at the time, and not anymore, of course. And I remember I'd get those phone calls from other moms or from friends or from somebody else, hey, Carrie, you're home, you could do this. And I'd say, <laughs> okay. I'm I'm off to do whatever errands you need me to do because, well, I guess I am physically home. And saying enough is about saying no. Saying enough to yourself. You don't have to take that next class. You don't have to say yes to every opportunity that's presented to you. I can't tell you how many things I've gone through my email and just said, no thank you, no thank you. Sounds like a great opportunity, does not fit into where I want to go or what I want to do, or not at this time. And learning to say enough and holding yourself in a high, you know, talking about value, holding yourself to a high enough value that you don't have to do everything just because somebody's asked you to do it. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. In fact, it could deflate everything else around you when you say yes to that.
1: And you know what? It's. And I think for women, it's often harder to say no. But I think that's that's what everything that we're talking about. That's owning your power and being able to recognize that what you're doing, like what you were saying, Carrie. Yeah, you were home, and people saw that as well. You know, you're not doing much. You're just home. So we can put this task on you and whatever. It's recognizing that even though you were home, what you were doing, whether it was cooking or taking care of the household or your children or starting your business or whatever, working on your business goals, what you were doing has value and worth. And that's sort of where we are today with this whole book, Because You're Worth It, How to Make More Money by charging more money. And I want to emphasize something that we talked about. It's, even though this book is geared for businesses and you talked about your daughter and her friends, I see the value of this book for all of us. So it's very important. So Carrie, I love what you stand for. Tell people, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of this book, how they can find you and all of what you do to help people in the world and in business feel Absolutely. Valuable.
2: well. The book is available on Amazon, including the Kindle version, which is the one that my daughter proofed. So that is available on Amazon for anybody who wants it. Uh, To get in touch with me directly, you could go through my website, which is carriegreencoaching.com. And that's C-A-R-R-I-E-G-R-E-E-N-E. There's a pesky E at the end of green coaching.com or you could just email me carrie at com. I am always happy to reach out and answer any questions and help anybody in any way that I possibly can
1: thank you so much carrie for your valuable information
2: my pleasure
1: have a great day and hopefully well, well I'm going to be having you on again when you have your next book you know, there's
2: been a. My daughter started to bug me about that already. I have to tell you, I have something called profit profiles, which kind of take a lot of what we talk about and help you to um, help you to apply that to the type of person you are and the way you communicate. And she's asked me to write a book about that. It might take a little while for me to get up and do it, um, well, <laughs> but we'll you
1: know, see. you know where I am, so whenever that time has come. I would love to sponsor you again and have you as a guest.
2: Well, I would love that too. Thank you so much for having me here and happy late Thanksgiving and happy 2017 as we're marching right toward that one,
1: right? That's true. Thanks again, Carrie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pay attention to what we've been talking about and what Carrie says, especially in her book, Because You're Worth It, how to make more money by charging more money. And recognizing your value, firstly, she has this fantastic formula, but recognizing your value, I believe, is the first step to living your value and creating more value in your life, in your relationships, in your career, in your business, whatever it is, and it goes on and on and on. So think about that because this show is called Power Your Life for a Reason. You have everything within you to empower yourself and to take your value, your gifts, your unique qualities, and to share those with those people who need it most. Next week we're shifting gears and December 7th we have Shari Edwards who's the director of the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology and Sound Health. That's going to be something that's really revolutionary because your voice can say so much more than just words and communication, and we're going to find out more about that next week. If you've missed anything about this show, about hearing Carrie, You can go to Blog Talk Radio. You can go to my website. That's drjoannwhite.com, D-R-J-O-A-N-N-E-W-H-I-T-E.com. Find out about some of the gifts that are on there. And remember, each and every one of you are valuable and have the power to change your life. Start today, real small, and recognize your value in whatever you do. Have a blessed day, wherever you are.